Buckeyes are back. So let's talk to a former Buckeye captain. It means big game breaks are back. Jerry? Yeah, we'll be able to do our Fridays, Mondays, uh, the previews and the wrap-ups. Even eight is great. It is. We'll take it. But we'll not everybody it. happy yesterday, Zach. Zach Bourne's with us. What's up, buddy? Hey, Zach. How are you? Good. Good. Just looking at some headlines from yesterday. Big Ten changes course on football, but why? Clearly about the money. And then the Christine Brennan article, and then the Sean Windsor article, and yeah, 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 people. Yeah, I, I you know, it, money did play a huge factor into it. Um, it really did. But do you know what? I think the deciding factor was all the games that happened this past weekend. It was the Big 12 and the ACC not following suit with what the Big 10 and the Pac-12 did, you know, 40-something days ago. And they pulled off games this past week, and, you know, they're airing all over ESPN, and uh, there were no issues whatsoever. And I think that's what put a lot of pressure on the Big Ten. Well, too, when you look at it, we mentioned, I mentioned this last week that you've had over 1,000 high school football games without a big uh, outbreak. Football is not the main spreader of the coronavirus. Uh, that being said, I mean, how are we are talking off the air? I think I had not a shadow of doubt in my mind. I think Ohio State players will do the right thing. I think they'll be safe. They're getting tested every day. The problem I have, Zach, is a guy from Rutgers or Maryland, and they're one in five. Uh, what are the living situations for players? Are they going to bubble? And and do you think that you could finish eight straight games? Because if you get over 5%, the team shut down for a week. I completely agree with you, Torque. I think, uh, you know, at Ohio State, at a, um, you know, even Michigan, Penn State, Iowa, Nebraska, I just think, you know, it's a different kind of breed, right? It's, it's guys who take care of business. They're professionals on and off the field. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't think we have anything to worry about from an Ohio State standpoint. Granted, I don't think they're going to bubble. Um, you know, a lot of guys on the team uh, live together. Um, a lot of guys live by themselves. So, um, no, I, I don't think Ohio State will have any issues with it. I agree with you, though. I think it's the Maryland, the Rutgers, um, the Illinois of the world that, um, you know, they start going one and five. They don't care. College campuses start opening up more and more. Yeah. You know, as we get into October and November, more and more parties are there. More and more bars are open. Uh, I think that's what you have to worry about. Um, and, and I'm sure that's what the Big Ten and, you know, I, I'm sure if you're Gene Smith and Ryan Day, I'm sure that's what you're worried about, right? You want to go out and win a national championship and you're going to do everything that that you can do to do that. But at the same time, you need to be able to play games, right? You need to be able to play a certain amount of games. And so uh, you hope everyone across the league is doing what they're supposed to be doing and, and holding everyone to a certain standard. What is that number of games? you think it's going to be 9-10? Because the Big Ten championship would make it, nine. what, 10? Nine. That would be yeah, 9. Make it nine. Yeah, I think the schedule, how it is right now, is perfectly fine, right? The question that I have is, you know, obviously the schools, these teams have been working out, have been practicing a little bit. Uh, you know, Wisconsin, Michigan State are kind of taking a hiatus because of a little bit of an outbreak. But my question is, why did they start the season October 24th and try and go eight Eight, you know, eight games in eight weeks. If it was, you know, they should have went to October 17th. I know everyone was talking about that. At right. least they could do one week as a buffer, right? If, if something were to happen, um, I don't know. You know, it, it's, it, they're rolling dice with going eight games in eight weeks. But then again, right, the, 
the Big Ten, maybe uh, Kevin Warren and those people, instead of, uh, you know, because they're wrong and, and bring a football back, maybe they want to put up their middle finger and say, if you guys want to do this, you're going to do it eight games in eight weeks, and that's the way it's going to be. Yeah, do you think, and we're talking to Zach Bourne, do you think there's some, all right, we're going to go ahead of this, but you're going to do it our way? I mean, you're getting tested every day. We know there's been fake positives in other sports. We know that Auburn's had players. We know Clemson. We know LSU, almost the whole damn team. Do you think there's some, all right, if you want to do this, we're feeling the pressure, but screw you. Like you said, there's a middle finger. You're going to do it our way with our rules? Yeah, I definitely think so, right? I, I mean, Ohio State's had positives, right? I, I'm sure everywhere across the country's had positives. Um, you know, and yeah, there's false positives, right? I mean, there, there's false negatives, right? I mean, it, no one really knows with all this testing. My thing is, I don't so much agree with the protocols. I think another way of them sticking their middle finger, finger up is, you know, if you test positive, you're out for 21 days. The CDC even has it at 14 or, you know, two negative tests, right? So I I don't, I don't understand the 21 day rule, but so I'm getting, you know, that's just the big Ten's way of still saying, Hey, you know, you're still playing on our playground, even though you're allowed to play, you're playing by our rules. Yeah, it's going to be a horrible look if they start and have to stop. So the fact that these ADs, these presidents, all the head coaches greenlit these eight games suggests to me they know more than we do. And I say, I bet I'll be surprised if they don't get the eight or nine games in. I would be too. Because they I don't really want to start be. and then have the egg on their face. Yeah, but they're going to no, say no we doubt. did. But what they're going to say, Jerry, is we did the right things, and that's why we put these rules in place so we wouldn't. It wouldn't get out of hand. We did the right thing. That's what they're going to say. If no, if they, but if they wanted to say that, they wouldn't play at all. We did the right thing by too not much playing. Pressure on them. There's too much. Yeah, pressure. I mean, yeah. you can look at you can look at it from both sides. Yeah. Right? I, think, I think both sides are going to sit there and say that they're right. Um, you know, and and. And then after the even, fact, there'll be a lot of finger pointing. Yeah, 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 for sure. And even if they go through the season and play eight games in eight weeks and have no issues and, they, and, and it's successful and whatnot, the Big Ten's still going to come out and say, the reason why we were successful is because we postponed it two months and because we put in all these protocols, right? And then if there's an outbreak and the season doesn't uh, end up happening or, or fully uh, being played, they're going to sit there and say, hey, we told you we should have never played, right? So I think either way you look at it, there's going to be finger pointing. There's going to be um, you know, people saying we were right the entire time and um, at, at least they're playing. That, how are that's, they, that's what I care about. Zach, how are they going to do the schedule? Because I could see, okay, Ohio State wins the Big Ten, goes to the Final Four there. What if, I mean, the scheduling, how are they going to, well, yeah, they only played eight games. They didn't play Michigan State. They didn't play Penn State. How are they no, going to play them? They will play. How the are they going to the ensure that though? Yeah. And what does that yeah, so, say so, to the other so teams? Gonna, yeah, so they're going to play everyone in their division on the Big Ten. So they'll play everyone on the East, and then there's going to be two crossover games, right? Okay. So I think they're, yeah. they're they're figuring that out now on who the crossover games are going to be. Um, but you're going to play everyone on your side of the conference, and then you know the East winner versus the West winner are going to go. And then you, I think you guys also saw it too. The number two versus the East is going to play the number two versus the West, and vice versa. It's going to be pretty cool, right? And and on down. Um, you know, it, the college football playoff committee already came out and said, "Hey, eight games is good enough for us. You can <laughs> yeah, showcase right. what you can do yeah. in, in eight, or it, technically nine games, right? Yeah, you you can showcase what you can do in nine games. If you're one of the top four, you're going to be in there. The other great thing for the play for for the playoffs in Ohio State is the guy that's in that's the head of the committees, the the Iowa AD, right? So obviously he's the one sitting there saying, "Hey." 
yes, nine games is more than enough to showcase right. what you can do. And then, you know, leading up to that first Final Four game, you know, when you talk about guys going across the country, whatever, I think that's when the bubble will come into play. You know, because at that point you're looking, you know, over Christmas time, December 20th, I believe, is the selection show. You know, the game will be, you know, January 1st, whatever it might be. I think at that point, once you're in it, they're going to put guys in a bubble to make sure there's no outbreaks. Yes, you're not going to be able to go home to spend. At you know, that point, yeah. 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 Right. Right. At that po- right. At that point, you will. Who is your... the stakes are going to be so high. Yeah. Who, is, who is your roommate your senior year? Uh, I lived with Jeff Hireman and Reef Fragle. Okay. But no, who on the road, though, when you had the hotel oh, room, who was with you? Uh, Jeff Hireman. That's a lifetime movie, Jeff and Zach's Bubble Christmas Right? Oh my God! If, he, if only you guys would have heard some of those conversations. <laughs> Hireman, quarterback? Was he a no, quarterback? Tight end. Tight end. Okay. Tight end. Yeah, yeah, tight I remember end. him. How's he doing? Did he pick up with another team? No, he's not, man. He's. Uh, I think he's retiring. So okay. I was out in Denver uh, two weeks ago. It's great. He's doing great. He's got a little kid, and uh, we played some golf. I took uh, about a thousand bucks off of him on the golf course. Nice. And, uh, he's going into retirement. Good. Yes. yes. Hey, uh, you know, real quick with uh, you know, they you have about five weeks to get ready. Uh, football players, we've talked off the air about how quickly these guys work out. They're working out now. Realistically, though, how long would it take a player from right now to be ready in game shape? I've said it all along, three weeks. Okay. Three weeks. Three weeks is all they need. I've said that, you know, since I've been talking to a lot of people about, you know, everything that's going on. Those guys um, from still lifting and and whatnot and, and, uh, you know, conditioning in the offseason, those guys need three weeks. You need – you know, a, a week to kind of get your legs underneath you. They'll probably run them pretty good. Granted, I know they've been running them. And then you, you, you need two weeks in pads, and you will be good to go. So once those guys get three weeks under their belt, nice. that's the number. They'll be good to go. So five, you even give them more of a buffer. Odds of Sean Wade coming back. I know Wyatt Davis wants to come back. We'll see if they let him. What are you, what are you hearing on Sean Wade? What's your source telling you? Um, do, do you know what? I, I don't think anyone knows. I think, you know, when the news broke, Wyatt Davis was – coming back he wanted to come back you know it's um it's his you know he's an o-line family right it it goes back to kind of the the position you play and the personality that you have and you know Wyatt Davis is you know I know he loves Ohio State he loves that offensive line I know um you know he wanted to do everything possible to play this year and it kind of his his hand was was forced to you know drop that um you know, drop the letter that he was leaving. And I know he was holding on to the last moment. Um, I don't know about Sean Wade. You know, it's, um, I know, you know, his dad was, had a loud voice about wanting to uh, get the big 10 back and, and have Sean and Ohio state have the opportunity to play for a national championship. But, you know, it, it's hard. Once you make your mind up to do something, I know Sean and White both held on to the last minute. Once you make your decision, it's kind of like you go for it, right? So it's yeah. so hard for him to make his decision and a couple days back. ago and then come back, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it's, a, it's a flourish of emotion. So I'm sure he's, you know, sinking everything in. I'm t- sure he's talking to his parents. I'm sure he's talking to Ryan Day. I'm sure he's talking to Gene Smith, getting the best. Uh, advice from them, and then he's going to make his decision from there. And Zach, you know it's going to be interesting. Are all the Columbus? I mean, in a market like Columbus, the bars and restaurants, their prayers were answered with that announcement. And then you look forward to the twenty four, and you go, "But is it real? Will it be enough at a third capacity?" Or outdoor, or well, Zach will be at the little bar, so he'll be his team. You know, I just hope it's enough. It's more than they're getting currently, so it can only uh, increase business. But boy, I hope it's enough. 
I think it will for sure. God, help, I right? hope it all, is. all the restaurants, people are going to go out to watch the game. Here's the other thing. You're going to break Fox. I know they've got the, the TV contract of Big Ten. is going to break every record this year for TV uh, viewers just because no one's going to the games, right? So you take the 100,000, well, 120,000 yeah. that are in the stadium, you, you put them in front of a TV, right? All viewership's going to be out of the roof. So I think it's good for everyone around. I think Fox is going to, you know, obviously – uh, it's going to be good for them. But I, I think it's going to force people. People aren't going to want, want to watch the games uh, in their house and throw their TV remote against the walls. They're going to want it to be kind of like normal. Like so what? Get yeah. Out of the house. Yeah. yeah. They're going to get out of the house. They're going to want to eat. You know, if they're used to going to the game, they're going to want to, you know, maybe go down toward campus, go to a restaurant in the short north, yeah. do something to, to get in the feel of it. want to get bombed, have words with their significant <laughs> other, and then walk home. No yeah. doubt. No <laughs> doubt. Go to bed at 730. Just yeah. like normal. Yeah. <laughs> All right, buddy. No All right, we got to get our podcast going, buddy. Yeah, I know we do. We got some stuff to talk about. All right, Zach. Thanks, sir. All right, guys. So good.